0: The website that gives you some real excitement without charging you by the minute. It really is a lot of fun. TalkZone.com
1: Welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charme Amber. Boy, that music came and went fast, didn't it? <laughs> I assume. <laughs> Whoa. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we're talking about the uh, self-assessment quiz that we have on our uh, website, MasteringOurselves.com. And it's there for you as a tool to help you discover what a spiritual path is and where you are on it and the sort of things that you can work on yourself that you can keep improving yourself.
0: Here's number 36 on the spiritual quiz. Do you allow for options to flow through rather than hold on to preconceived notions? So, you know, think of that, just that one. Do you get... You know, I know how to do this, and and are you always in the same mindset and the world always seems about the same? Or do you allow options, you know, like a different way to look at things or different ways maybe to process things or different end results that might happen? So do you flow with options or do you simply a person with preconceived ideas and that's that?
1: You know, it's interesting. One of the things that happens as you read the self-assessment quiz at masteringourselves.com, it's free. You can take it slowly, fast, whatever you want. One of the things you notice as you read it is you will see where you have attachments. You will see where you have uh, righteousness and where maybe you want to um, notice. You know, you'll notice that when you say five always, that that is the higher spiritual path. When you do one never, that means that you need work in the area. So it's geared as a training tool.
0: So one to five, let's do number 78.
1: Okay, and I had what I was going to do. Well, you go first. Okay, I am able to go through a typical day without coffee. So if you're able to do that, in other words, you have no attachment or, in this case, addiction.
0: That that would indicate addiction, wouldn't it? (laughs) Yeah,
1: to coffee. Because, you see, coffee is not a good thing for you, and and on a spiritual path that's evolved a ways, you don't have attachments or addictions to anything. Right. You get whole into yourself, and you don't need anything from the outside in to, you know, oh, I can't even begin my day without my first cup of coffee, that sort of comment.
0: In general, moderation in all things, and you just want to make sure something doesn't own you, because if... You know, you take enough of certain things that aren't necessarily whole foods, like medications a lot of times, there's always a side effect, and if you do it too often, too many days in a row, too many years in a row, the side effects build and you lose. So we want to make sure that we are versatile and wholesome enough to be able to detect when things are off and change gear instead of having certain comfortable habits own us here's number 78 on this spiritual quiz now would we, we uh, judge ourselves one to five five is you know i i do this all the time one is i just can't can't get it going if necessary do you interrupt or inconvenience yourself to do it right
1: Do you have this? I need to do things right or not at all, and I'm going to do it in integrity. I'm not going to do it lazy or sloppy. I'm going to make sure that everything is getting done properly because not that it matters to anybody else, but it matters to me. To me, it matters that I'm doing it right.
0: Yeah, and reasonably right, not all tied up with something unnecessarily, but... Reasonably, naturally right, where it's the perhaps in the direction of wisest, most efficient way to do things and things to do.
1: Here's another one. I face fear with courage and wisdom. So do you let fear own you? Oh, I couldn't possibly do that. Why? Well, I mean, it's just way too scary. Yeah, I've
0: been nervous about this since I was a kid, so I'm still nervous about it. You know, and then <laughs> maybe it's time to outgrow that.
1: Exactly.
0: Here, here's a uh, 119. Do you take responsibility for every moment of your life? And what would that mean? You know, a lot of a lot of people tend to blame others. You made me do this, or I don't have this because you didn't do such and such for me. Well, take responsibility, and if you have a situation that's not go- going uh, good for you, figure out how you can change yourself to get it going right, even if they're not being fair or they're being a jerk. That's not what we're talking. You have something in your life for you to adjust yourself with.
1: You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. If you'd like to call in for a psychic greeting, we're at one eight hundred three 336 Don't forget to catch us on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. And don't forget to go to our website, com, to check out this quiz. I want to make another comment about this one. Were you going to move on? Go ahead. Or? You know, this is, um, do you take responsibility for every moment of your life? You know, people are all hyped up and excited, some people, today about, we co-create our future. And it's like this all big new knowing, you know, like it's, like the New Agers figured it out for the first time and they're the first ones in the whole world that ever knew it or something. The truth of it is, is you've been co-creating your life and all of humans for all of existence have been co-creating your life always. How that works is how you choose to respond to what is in your life determines what's coming next. That's right. You know, it's as simple as that. You know, we had this lady one time that came in and it's a long story, but the upshot was, is she wanted a certain necklace that I didn't have in the shop, and in walks the UPS man with the necklace she wanted. And she just went on and on. I feel like I co-created this, like I manifested it. How
0: amazing
1: am I? She had
0: this paper fanning herself.
1: Oh, God. And the thoughts I'm having was, boy, talk about narcissism. You know, what she could have said was, wow, what a gift. Just what I wanted, and the universe brought it in for me at just this moment. I am really grateful. She didn't have any grateful. Oh, aren't I amazing? I am so amazing. And I'll tell you, I was pretty not impressed with this behavior. We are co-creating. We co-create through free will. You get a circumstance that your guide has written in your pre-birth contract. That circumstance comes into your life. You respond to it however you're going to respond. You throw a fit or you go, okay, this is what's next. I will do it with grace and ease. And then that determines what comes next.
0: So in that case, a wholesome, enlightened way to do that would be, whoa, what a wonderful thing. Look what happened. I'm so grateful. The unwholesome way would be, look what I did. (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) It's like a
1: kid. You know, these people that are all impressed with how they're manifesting co-creating are like these little kid bullies. Look what I did for myself. Yeah. You know, no awareness of anything else.
0: You know, one of the early um, ways that some of these young spiritual people do, um, so-called spiritual, is they they will to get a parking spot in a place where there's no parking spots. And sometimes you'll see them, you know, they'll sort of... You know, they're really plowing their mind to it, you know, and just thinking, wow, isn't God good to me kind of thing. And you see a a handicapped driver that's just having a hard time getting in the car themselves and driving. They're out there, and they're stuck without the spot. So they co-created them uh, muscling somebody who maybe could have used that more than them to get that spot. They muscled them out of that spot. So, you know, careful about Manifesting too much.
1: Yeah, see, that's the problem with manifesting over somebody who was supposed to have had it.
0: And maybe they <laughs> maybe they didn't know it, but a lot of times when you're pushing too hard, yeah. you, you push out. And, you know, I've been plenty at fault at doing that myself, I understand, and I've observed. And, you know, that's uh, not a nice uh, thing to look back on. <laughs> Here's number 126. Do you play enough in this day and age? We're going helter-skelter and, and some of us get too serious, some of us get too, uh, scared about making the bottom line or, or whatever, getting ahead and so we start trimming out playing and playing is good for the spirit, it's good for your body, good, it's just good to mix in on a daily basis, even to the point if you can get this thing going of basically playing uh, constructively while you're working.
1: You know, the flip side of it also is, do you play too much? Are you just not dedicated enough to some things of purpose and fulfillment in your life? You know, I know some people that all, you know, play is the big priority. That's all they want to do. Play is God. Yeah, play is, oh, well, this is fun or this is fun. And, you know, that's not a good focal point. It's a, you know, it's a good thing to do in balance in your life.
0: When life changes me, I have faith that God you know, when I have faith that God is with me.
1: What number is that? So
0: 133. When life changes me, like when changes are going on.
1: When life challenges me. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Keith had a full day. <laughs> when, when life challenges me, I have faith that God is with me. You know, a lot of times people say my child uh, has just died and there is no God because their child just died, so there cannot be God because why would God take a child? Yeah. And these people, it's a sad thing, there's no question about it, but these people aren't understanding that everything is happening within perfection and God is there at all times and there's nothing that isn't happening within some sort of perfection whether we understand it or not. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmé Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Uh, If you'd like to, uh, or don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN.
0: You know, um, when you look up at night and you see the dark sky and then the stars all around, this uh, number 34 you might understand even a little better. I understand that there is both light and dark throughout the universe. You notice it's not just light and you notice it's not just dark. It has both. And you have it here on earth. You have people more dark or more light than other people. And you can be closer to the light as you go into higher realms or not. You know, it's, uh, as you get your act together, I think you get closer to the light. That's a
1: hard one for people to accept. And actually, um, that there's dark and light in the universe, all throughout the universe. People like that like that there's only duality on Earth and not beyond here. And actually, what's true when we're even talking about the parts of you you want to change, we're literally talking about the dark parts in you, in me, in each person that we're turning into light. That's exactly what we're here to do: is anchor more light by changing our dark. Because when we're too selfish, too controlling, to all the different things that we do, we those are our dark sides coming out for those moments and behaving in a dark way. Right. So there, there's dark and light from the microcosm of inside ourselves to the macrocosm throughout the entire universe.
0: You know, let's say you're inside of a body and, and you're one of the blood uh, cells in, in the veins or whatnot. Going through and the healthier you are, the lighter it is. The less healthier you are, the darker it is. So to me it's something like that. The healthier you are aligned with the way, you know, God designed you and things, the more light there is. And the more you're on that path, the more light there is. And the less you're on that path, the less healthy you are, the less light there is.
1: Do you see things the way they are rather than how you want to see them? <laughs> that that has certainly been one of my lessons. <laughs> Get pictures. Oh God! Sure,
0: had a plague of pictures.
1: <laughs> what Keith means by that is, I would. Uh, I, it was sort of like I would create in my head how things should go. And then instead of flowing with it, I would lock into that, and then when it didn't go that way, and it almost never did, <laughs> it wasn't pretty. It was, a, it was a lot of reactions and a lot of upset and a lot of I feel betrayed and you know where's God now and all sorts of stuff. So you know it's a really um, you know if this was if this was one of the the areas that you were going to work on, you might do something like this. In any given day, you'd start to watch your mind where, you know, you start creating how it is, like what you expect things to be or how it should look like or somebody should be a certain way, and then you slow yourself down and you go, yes, but is that really how it is? In order to get through this, you have to be willing to really see the truth. It was kind of interesting one time before we bought the house that we're in, We were, we were told by our guides we were supposed to buy a house in the area we are. And we found this one house and I locked in on it like a picture. You know, I just for some reason decided it was it. And finally, uh, our guide came in and said to me, you've locked in on that house so strongly I can't bring you the house I'm supposed to bring you. (laughs) You are blowing it out. If you don't let go of that, I won't be able to bring you the right house. Boy,
0: that's a good message for all of us in what we're doing. If you're not open for the flow... A lot of times the design, the, the higher design, the, even the higher destiny design for you, it can't come through. Exactly. you're pitbull, pitbulled on the wrong direction.
1: That's right. And, you know, we think we know best, but so often we don't. So often we do not. Our guides know better because they have the overall umbrella picture of what is in our pre-birth contract that we don't have privy to at this stage on earth. That's part of the beauty of surrendering to the guides, is that you can't see that overall perf- per- perfection from here. Yeah. Let me tell you, I let go of that house that second. Yeah. I said, that's it. I don't know what's planned. The other house but
0: came really fast, too, yeah, i It didn't
1: take to, about three nope. months, yep. and it came. Okay, you're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Hey, folks, I can't begin to tell you how valuable it is to tackle these lessons in your life. You will increase your self-worth multiple fold by tackling this stuff just simply on a day-by-day basis. I tell you, it is worth it. Hang on.